You are listening to New and Old Treasures Podcast, a podcast to discuss Bible, theology, and Christian discipleship. How do you see something that is not there? How can you navigate without knowing where you're going? This is a very important question that God's people has had to answer in each generation. And I'm going to share with you um, Isaiah chapter 43 verses 15 through 19 to try to tackle on that issue. The Bible reads, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King. Thus says the Lord, who makes a way in the sea, a path in the mighty waters, who brings forth chariot and horse, army and warrior, they lie down, they cannot rise, they are extinguished, quenched like a wick. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing, now it springs forth, do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness, and rivers in the desert. And this question has to do with God's revelation and the way He saves His people? How do you see something that is not there when we are facing the challenges and all around us today as the world quickly moves uh, into chaos, it seems, when you read um, your social media platforms, when you read the news, when you take a look at the world around us today, you may think that we are on the verge of destruction, that we are in the, on the verge of chaos, especially especially churches, especially with uh, COVID and all the related consequences of COVID. Churches have struggled with how do we navigate uh, this particular time? How do we move forward uh, being faithful to God, being faithful to the Lord? So this is not a new question. This is not a new issue. But what I want us to explore in this episode is the answer to the question, how do I know that the things going on around me are God's will? What is God doing in my life, in my relationships, in my church, in our communities, in this country, in this world? How do you distinguish between what God is doing and what he is not doing. He usually, God usually does new things. And what I want to share with you is that these texts help us to see that many times God will save his people acting in new, different ways. And sometimes we just struggle to see those new ways in which God is acting to save his people. And uh, this requires creativity. This requires uh, that our minds and our faith are challenged by the idea of opening ourselves to the revelation of God in new contexts, in new ways. So one key that we need to keep in mind is that whenever we read ancient texts from the scripture, they must be reinterpreted in light of new challenges, 
new context. And that's always a struggle for the people of God because sometimes we treat the Bible, sometimes we we read the Bible, we approach uh, the Bible kind of with a mindset of this is a booklet of instructions, just just as you have a manual for your uh, your car and every piece is listed there, every part, uh, and there's even a troubleshoot troubleshooting section just in case you need to do a quick fix on something. So that's not at all creative and that sometimes um, is an obstacle to read God's Word in a fresh way, in a new context. So how do we recognize God's acts for salvation among us, around us? Are we capable of Perceiving, are we capable of seeing what is God doing in front of us, the new things that God is doing? Not in an afterlife event, not out of this world, but right here and right now. Are we capable? Can we see what God is doing, the new things that He is doing? Uh, let me tell you something. The same faith you had whenever COVID hit, I'm sure that it's not the same faith you have today. Something has changed. Businesses have changed. Employers have changed. The way you bank, the way you shop, the way you do your you you buy your groceries, everything has changed. The way we do church, we, we the way we relate to others has changed as well. And so Our faith needs to keep up with new times in new settings to answer new challenges, but always based upon the Word of God. So after reading Isaiah chapter 43, I want to observe some things. Uh, This is God's Word spoken through the Spirit to His church today. That means this is an authoritative Word of God. And God's word, God's revelation, has always always has to do with God Himself and who He is, His character, His heart, and it's not primarily about us. And that's that's something very important to keep in mind that God's revelation is about God and His plans and the way He acts. God, when I read Scripture, God doesn't ask. His people doesn't need His people's permission to act on behalf of them in new ways, in different ways, out of the traditional channels, so to speak. And this is, Isaiah 43 is no exception. Uh, God, you know, doesn't need my permission to act. God doesn't need my approval, uh, nor the church's approval to act in ways that He thinks uh, are are pleasant, pleasant to Him. So, with that in mind, what I want you to to know is, what I want to share with you, is that this God, this one God that reveals, that comes to us in His Word, is not only sharing information about Himself, but He is revealing His character. And you know one one thing I like about God's character, and this is kind of a pattern in uh, in Scripture, is that this God loves new things. He loves to create new things. He is always looking for opportunities to bring new things where there existed none before. 
Um, and do you remember that there was a time when God acted in ways that seem not only new but different or maybe even awkward to his people? Um, scripture says that God has created the universe out of nothing. New thing out of out of nothing. He also has created uh, ways in the desert. He has created rivers in the desert. And this text from Isaiah is precisely a, a new interpretation of an ancient act of God's salvation, which is the Exodus. When you read the Exodus, God's uh, liberation of his people in Egypt, he is doing it again in the exile in uh, Babylon. That's the time, uh, the historical setting of Isaiah 43. Uh, after an episode of national distress, God's people are, uh, they have been shamed. They had been put to, put to chains. They had, the temple is destroyed. Their nation is disbanded because uh, they sinned against God. And so even though they are in shame, they are in exile, God is able to bring them, to rescue them through new acts of salvation on their behalf. But God does it because of His love for His own name, for His own sake. Like when we read Isaiah 43, 25. So this God creates new paths, new paths uh, where there was none. Um, this God created the universe out of nothing, created order out of chaos, he created light out of darkness, he created freedom out of slavery, he created um, new opportunities to sustain his people in the desert, he made uh, manna rain down in the desert, he sent them uh, meat to eat in the desert, uh, where there was no leader in Israel, he raised a David out of the flocks, behind the flocks, to lead his people. He, he raised his king, David, uh, where there is sickness, he brings health, he restores life. And where there is death, he brings out life, like in the person of Jesus and his work on the cross. All that to say that we need a more creative faith. We need fresh eyes in each generation to be able to see the new things that God is doing. Sometimes we miss it. Sometimes we miss it because, you know, sometimes in our, in our churches, in our families, in our institutions, in our organizations, we have uh, customs that have become traditions, that have become laws. Um, sometimes we, we just think that God is unable or incapable of acting out of the ordinary box where we have uh, caged Him in. And so when we read Isaiah 43... I don't know about you, but one thing that comes to my mind when I read this text is every generation goes through different challenges, and right now we're going through a challenge where we need a more creative, a more uh, profound, deeply rooted faith. 
uh, in in the Word of God. So uh, the question in Isaiah 43 is not, is this God uh, capable of saving like he saved in the past? But the question is, how is this God going to save us? You see, God's people in Scripture, they usually do not negate the possibility of God saving them. What they always ask in the first place is, is this God who has delivered us in the past, like in the Exodus out of Egypt, is He capable today of delivering us as well? And if so, how? How is this God going to save His people today? That's the more pressing question. How do you see God acting in ways you haven't seen Him before? And I think sometimes we may be missing on that. We as a church uh, sometimes miss in the new things that God is doing to set His people free. So uh, I want you to notice that when Isaiah is using the ancient text of the Exodus out of Egypt is not a copy and paste kind of operation of an old text in a new setting. That is what we usually do because sometimes we lack uh, interpretive creativity. But uh, I will say that this um, is the result, this new text in Isaiah is the result of a an ongoing relationship between God and His people. This ongoing relationship between God and His people creates new situations that at the same time create new texts. They give light to new texts and new situations. And so that is why we need to recover this interpretive and creative uh, work whenever we read God's word today. Our challenge, our mission as the people of God is to rediscover God's relationship with us in new contexts, in new challenges. This is something like uh, a marriage relationship. And you know, by the way, that uh, scripture, one of the metaphors, one of the most common images to describe the relationship between God and his people is the marriage a wife and a husband and if you're married if you have been married if you're planning to get married you know in marriage there are different stages you go through there is the uh, romantic stage when whenever you're dating and then you get married and then when you have kids it's different when you have children when they leave the home and you become an empty nester it's a different kind of relationship and and all through all those stages spouses have to be very intentional about re- reviving uh the flame of love in order for the relationship to keep on moving forward and um sometimes it's hard for us to see god acting in new ways because we have inherited traditions that have become fixated laws. And, and don't get me wrong, traditions are not bad necessarily. Some traditions can help us forge uh, our identity, can help us explain the way we relate to the world or to society or to others. But sometimes we, we just have relationships and and traditions that have become laws. It's like when I had the opportunity to visit the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in the Holy Land. Um, 
I noticed there's a ladder, and you can Google this. Uh, there is a ladder on top of the entrance of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre, the church that Constantine's mother, Helen, uh, built on the traditional place of Jesus' burial in the 3rd century. And so um, that ladder was left unintentionally there by some construction worker during uh, some uh, remodeling work that happened a long, long time ago, decades ago. And it cannot be moved unless someone wants to start World War III because that site is sacred to so many religions, to millions around the world, that removing that ladder uh, is dangerous because you're going to threat the status quo, so to speak. And similar things happen to us in our, in our organizations, in, in our families, in our churches. We have uh, like that ladder, traditions that have just become part of the landscape and we have get so used to them that trying to remove them is going to create conflict and no one wants conflict so let's just leave the ladder where it is so that is why sometimes we are just unable to see God acting in new ways and in this case what Isaiah is saying is that the false gods of security have been exposed and God's people will have the opportunity once again to live in their own generation a new exodus, this time out, not of Egypt, but out of Babylon. So I will say that COVID also has exposed for us during this time uh, those false gods that we 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 had, uh, that they made us feel secure, that they made us feel like that we were comfortable. Um, and sadly, only those who are debating themselves between life and death, just those who are who have lost everything, the people who usually are on the brink of destruction, experiencing that that agony that they are about to die, only they can see God with fresh and new eyes. Because whenever you and I are very comfortable, are very relaxed, all our needs are satisfied and we have everything we need, it's just hard in that setting to see God acting in new and fresh ways. So, how do we see God in new ways? How does this God save today? And how can we see something that is not there we need? to read scripture with fresh eyes in a more creative and engaging way in our context. And the way that God saves today is through the cross of Jesus. Think about that. The cross for the Romans and for the ancient world was a symbol of power, oppression, and shame. But this God we are talking about who loves to make all things new, who always is working to do new things, he transformed radically that cross, that symbol of death and shame, into a symbol of life and honor. God, he will turn on its head the values of this world 
in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. It is that, that's why I want to encourage you to try to see what God is doing in your life. Maybe God's been trying to do new things in your life. Your heart knows it, but maybe you have, you have been hesitant. You have, you have asked yourself, is this, does this come from God? Uh, maybe you are facing um, different trials and challenges, and you, s you think that you cannot see God acting, but please keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open and try to be honest and say, uh, can this come from God? Uh, maybe God is wanting to do new things in your life, and I know He is doing new things in our church as well. So my prayer is that if this um, conversation has been of a blessing for you, that you may share it with uh, friends and family. Thank you for listening to Treasures New and Old Podcast by Lenin Mungia, a podcast to discuss Bible, theology, and Christian discipleship.